Hi everyone, welcome back to Leaders of Tomorrow. And on this ep- in this episode, um, we'll be continuing with the sixth part of our Good News series, which aims at spreading, basically discussing the major developments that have taken place recently regarding, uh, well, around sustainable development. So these may relate to new developments in technology or even new policies that have been framed. So let's jump straight into the most positive news we've been hearing lately regarding our environment. Starting with the first one, it's about our ozone layer. So scientists have predicted that our ozone, that the hole in the ozone layer will actually close in the next 50 years. Isn't that amazing? So we all know that our ozone layer protects all life on Earth from the sun's harmful radiation. But in the late 20th century, human emissions of certain damaging chemicals like CFCs um, began to affect the number of ozone molecules in the atmosphere. This resulted in a huge hole opening up over Antarctica every year, as many of you must have heard about. And therefore, in 1987, just seven years after scientists discovered how damaging these chemicals were, the Montreal Protocol was signed to try and curb the amount of harmful chemicals in the atmosphere. Previously found in refrigerators, air conditioners, hairspray, and industrial cleaning products, these chemicals started to be phased out to protect the ozone layer. Agreed by all 197 parties, this is one of the first ever universally ratified treaties in the UN history. And now, new research from the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration in the US has found that concentrations of harmful chemicals that damage the ozone layer have dropped. So in in early 2022, NOAA scientists found that concentrations of harmful chemicals, basically CFCs, as I said, had declined by just over 50% in the mid-level of the stratosphere compared to the 1980s. And they say that this is a significant milestone on the path to recovery. And so, yeah, that's amazing. And so the ozone layer is now expected to fully recover sometime in 2060. So let's hope for the best. The second piece of news we have is that Australia joined a global pledge to curb methane. So Australia is the latest of 120 countries to sign the global methane pledge, agreeing to cut methane emissions by at least 30% from 2020 levels by 2030. Methane is 24% of Australia's emissions, and the country is the world's 11th biggest emitter of it, which is why this is great. Third is the European Union plans stricter standards on fine particulates and PFAs and require polluters to pay for cleanups. So... The European Commission said that air and water quality standards would tighten, with 25 substances added to a control list, such as PFAs, also known as forever chemicals, 
bisphenol A, pesticides including glyphosate and antibiotics. Pharmaceutical and cosmetic companies will be required for the first time to pay the cost of cleaning their products out of wastewater. So you might be wondering what exactly PFAs are. Um, so they're basically, so they're called polyfluoroalkyl substances and they're man-made chemicals that can be found in cleaners, textiles, um, paints, and yeah, I think those are the most common examples. And it is harmful for humans because there are a lot of, so it, it provides, it basically exposes us to further risk of cancer, um, liver damage, and, incre and an increased risk of asthma and thyroid disease. Which is why the fact that they have um, set standards on this chemical is a really good thing. The fourth piece of news is that youth activists will now have a dedicated space at COP27. So for the first time, young activists will have a dedicated platform at the UN Climate Conference. The newly announced Children and Youth Pavilion at COP27 will really Well, it will enable them to hold discussions and policy briefings located in the blue zone, the inner UN managed space. COP27 will commence on November 6th in Egypt. One of the most exciting pieces of news is that Greta Thunberg released the climate book. So what exactly is in this book? This book features contributions from over 100 experts in the climate space from around the world. It highlights many of the different phases of the crises we face and aims to connect the dots between them. The last piece of news we have is that 100 UK universities have pledged to divest from fossil fuels. This equates to 65% of the country's higher education sector, refusing to make at least some investments in fossil fuel companies and endowments worth more than 17.6 billion pounds are now out of reach for the corporations. And sorry, the last piece of news is that the Environmental Protection Agency or EPA is granting $1 billion for clean school buses. So $1 billion in grants will go towards 2,500 clean school buses for school districts all across, across all 50 states, as well as several tribal nations and territories. The grants are part of the U.S.'s efforts to transition to zero emission vehicles. So that's it for this week, but I hope to catch up with some more positive news um, next week as well.